Welcome to the Make Life Less Difficult podcast. This podcast explores what it means to make life less difficult for each other and for ourselves. We share stories of struggles and successes because we believe sharing our stories eases the difficulty of life. I'm Lisa Tilstra, your host. Let's jump in to today's conversation. For a change, it is just me, Lisa, for our podcast today. It's been a long time since I have released a monologue. And here at the almost close of 2022, I really wanted to take a moment to do a little bit of reflection and express some gratitude as well. A number of years ago, I can't remember exactly when at this point in time, I was introduced to a process of closing out the year before jumping into the new year. And I remember what I liked about it is that oftentimes towards the end of a year, I start thinking about the new year and goals for the new year and ambitions for the new year. And I think all of those things can be really positive, but this idea, and I believe I heard about it first from Marie Forleo. This idea of taking some time to reflect on the year really resonated for me. And some of you have heard me talk about this. I Last year about this time, I released a podcast that was similar. Um, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to share again as I reflect on my year. And hopefully it will be positive and interesting for those of you listening as well. And maybe you'll take some time to do some reflection. Please feel free to tweak the reflections, personalize it, um, ignore the parts of it that doesn't resonate for you, but notice if it gives you new ideas that do resonate for you. So please feel free to make it your own. Essentially, there's three things that I think through at the end of the year The first one is to reflect back over the year and identify one thing that I feel really proud of accomplishment. And hopefully there's lots of different things, but for this reflection, I try to really focus on just find one thing and think specifically about what that is that I feel proud of accomplishing. The second thing is to reflect back on the year and identify any regrets that I have that have come up during the year. And the third part is to recommit to progress, not perfection. So I'm going to talk a little bit about each one of these pieces, and I'm going to share a little bit about what I am identifying and noticing and reflecting on in my own life. And again, I invite you to do similarly if you would find it valuable as well. So for me, the thing that really stands out when I think back over 2022 and what I feel proud of accomplishing, this podcast really stands out. So I first started releasing episodes in September of 2021. So 2022 was my first full year and it has been such an amazing, amazing journey. I am incredibly grateful We at this point have over 11,000 downloads that have been uh, identified through my platform that tracks the statistics. I have published 90, this this is episode 93, so I'm very, very close to reaching 100 episodes. I did not count up all of the guests. I probably should have. 
the vast majority of the episodes have been with guests. So I would probably estimate 84, 85 guests who have been on my podcast. It is phenomenal. And it has been a very consistent part of my life during 2022. I have, I, it's hard for me to even put into words this experience because I, I truly love it. I love meeting people. I love hearing their story, learning about them. I love the conversations that I have. In some ways, I feel like the podcast is just a great reason to reach out to people to say, Hey, would you come on my podcast? I'd love to learn more about you. I'd love to hear more of your story, your journey, your wisdom. And it gives me such energy and joy to host the stories. I feel incredibly grateful for all of you who are listening, who have been on my podcast. Um, there is a real sense of honor that I have of hosting these stories. And so many of my guests have shared stories that are very personal challenges that they have been through. And I, you know, the reason why I do this is because I believe stories are so personal and transformational. It is what connects us human to human. And it is through that connection that we realize we're not alone. There are so many times in life that I have felt alone. Sometimes I still feel alone. And it is through connection, oftentimes through stories, either sharing my own story or hearing other people's stories, that I realize I am not alone. We are in this together. We can support each other. And it is my my deepest hope that someone listening somewhere would hear one of the episodes, one of the stories that are shared and realize I'm not alone. And you know what? That makes life a little less difficult. It doesn't necessarily fix things. It doesn't necessarily take away the hardships, the challenges. But if it can just make life a little less difficult, then then that's truly why I do this. And the beautiful thing is I have heard from so many of you and so many people who have said that story did make a difference. I feel seen, I feel heard, I feel understood in a new way. And it is, it brings me incredible joy and so much gratitude to, to know that is happening. I'm also incredibly grateful and I know this is about reflecting on the year, but I'm also incredibly grateful as I look ahead to 2023 because I have such a, a long and growing list of people who have said they are willing to be on the podcast, who I want to have on the podcast. And I'm just so excited about those conversations that are yet to come. I I don't have enough time right now, it feels like, to to do all of them, but that's that's not the case. Um, I'm just going to keep keep. On. So anyway, this is one of the things that I am deeply proud of and so excited to have in my life as I reflect back on 2022. So let me transition now to the second part of my reflection process, which is regrets. Regrets are an interesting thing because I think there was a, a period in my life where I bought into this idea of living life without regrets, which I, which I think is kind of cool. And I get for a lot of different reasons, but I realized even if I do everything I can to live life without regrets, I still have some regrets along the way. And what I realized is that regrets aren't necessarily something to be avoided. A regret can be something that is 
what's the right word? It is indicative of something that could potentially change. So if I'm going to succinctly say it, I say what I, why I like to identify regrets now is because regrets have the potential to move me to action, to make decisions, to change certain things in my life, to take action on different things that I regret that maybe I didn't do or I did do. There's all sorts of things that regrets can move me toward in a very positive way. So I think I probably have shared this story on here before, but one of the most profound examples of this in my life is that when I was, I think 15 or 16, I wanted to buy my mom a weeping cherry tree for Mother's Day. And I talked to one of my sisters, tried to get her to go in with me on it for whatever reasons she didn't want to do it. And so we never bought her this tree. And I think it's been six, six years ago now, I was uh, visiting my mom and it was around Mother's Day and I was thinking about this tree and I realized I regretted not buying this tree. Think about how big it would have been 20 some odd years later. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go buy her that tree this year. <laughs> and I did. I bought this tree and it's so cool because every time I go and visit my mom, I see the tree. It's amazing at how much it, is, it has grown in a few years. And it just reminds me of, okay, if I have a regret, identify it and then take action. Do something with that because it, it, it can change. It can change so much. <laughs> so anyway, that's my story of kind of like in the past. So what's my, what, what are my regrets from 2022? So I was thinking about it and there's two things that have stood out to me. One is that I've really stopped studying French and there's a lot of different reasons. And again, when it comes to regrets, it's really easy to just kind of look back and like, well, this happened, that happened, you know, I got disrupted because of this and it's fine. All of that happened. And yet, I still regret not continuing to pursue my study of French. So I'm identifying that as a regret. What am I doing with it? Well, I'm not waiting for the new year to make some resolution or, um, you know, commitment to French. I'm actually right now getting back on Duolingo saying, I haven't opened this app in forever. I'm going to open it. And guess what? I think I've made maybe like a three-day consistent streak in the last couple of weeks. That's okay. I am, if I jump ahead to the third part of this whole process, it's progress, not perfection. I'm just intentionally stepping toward that goal of continuing to study French. And so that is something, noticing that this is a regret, it is already moving me to action. The other thing that I feel regret about over the last year is the um the inconsistency that I've stayed in touch with my nieces and nephews and I am thinking about you know I kind of reflect over the back year the past year and again I kind of look for um I think the first thing that comes up when I start thinking about regrets if I'm really honest is oh man I feel bad about that so I start making excuses and in attempt in an attempt to make myself feel better which i get but just just acknowledging the regret and saying hey i feel i feel bad that i haven't stayed in touch with my nieces and nephews as much as i would like 
period. Doesn't matter why, just notice it. And then I start thinking about, okay, well, what, what can I do differently? And so I just actually had the amazing opportunity to be together with almost all of my nieces and nephews as one of my nieces got married and trying to really just really enjoy that time together with them, connect with them one-on-one, connect with them collectively as much as possible. It was really a wonderful opportunity. And this is something where I don't have a really clear plan of action of moving forward, but I want to just kind of keep in mind, okay, this is something that's really important to me and meaningful and be thinking about actions that I can take moving forward into the new year. So I'm toying around with ideas of maybe even having just like a little checklist of once a month checking up. I have a lot of nieces and nephews. I think I'm at 10 and there's two more on the way in the start of 2023. So it's a lot to keep in touch with. And yet it's so meaningful when I do, and they're so incredibly special to me. So um, that is just something else that I am reflecting on as I think about regrets from 2022 and how they might move me to action. So at this point, I hope if you're still listening, that you are starting to think about your own reflections of 2022. I want to encourage you if you start to feel bad or you start to feel guilty or I don't know, any of those negative emotions around the things that you might regret from this last year, I want to really invite you to practice self-compassion, recognize life is challenging in so many different ways. We might have great plans, great intentions, and then life happens and life can throw a lot of curveballs at us, unexpected twists and turns. So I think self-compassion is a really important part of this process as well. Recognizing we might be doing our best and we still might have ways that we want to grow and push ourselves and move forward. And both of those can be true without us having to beat ourselves up, speak to ourselves harshly or negatively, that we can be kind to ourselves. We can have that self-compassion. And I really think that the third component of this whole reflection, focusing on progress, not perfection, is foundational to not being so hard on ourselves when we're thinking about regrets and also then moving us toward taking action. And, you know, when you think about actions that you want to take, sometimes I think about what I call micro actions or micro goals that are very small. They might even seem insignificant, but if it moves me in the direction of where I want to go, of something that I want to do, then it's progress, not perfection. So for me, this is an important part of the reflection process when I'm at the end of the year. And I was sharing this three-step process with a colleague of mine. Actually, if any of you ever listened to my other podcast, the Aria Concierge podcast, it was with my co-host, Tim. And when I said, you know, at the end of the year, I like to recommit to progress, not perfection. Tim asked me, he's like, well, what do you actually do to, to do that? Is it just something you say to yourself or is it some something that you do? And it was such a great question. Up till this point, it is not something that I have any sort of action around or ritual around. It has just been 
more of an intellectual thought process of progress, not perfection, have self-compassion for the things that I haven't done or haven't done as much of that I wanted to. And I'm still thinking about this. If you have any ideas that come to your mind, please feel free to reach out. But I'm still kind of thinking about what is it that I could do to create actually some sort of ritual around the end of the year, a recommitment to progress, not perfection. I believe so strongly in this because perfection can hold us back from doing things that are really, really good. And they may not be perfect. And that's, that's okay. And, and I, I like to say, and I remind myself of this as well, perfection is a myth. What even is it, right? Because whatever I think might be perfect, you might look at and you might think like, Lisa, that's, I mean, it's fine, but I mean, there's like three different things that I see that could be done different or better. Or somebody else might look at something you do and you think it's like, I don't know, maybe like uh, you'd give yourself 80% and someone else looks at it and they think, oh my gosh, I would give you like 120%. It is amazing. So this idea of perfection, it truly is a myth. What's perfect, quote unquote, perfect for one person is not for another. What's imperfect for one person might be perfect for another person. So it's such a myth around this idea of perfection. And so I love this idea of progress, not perfection. My dear friend, Lisa Diller, who's been on the podcast, we talked about this in episode, I don't remember the number, but it was right around the new year last year. We talked about, uh, I learned this from Lisa Diller, where she says, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly, or if it's worth doing, it's worth doing imperfectly. And it doesn't mean we set out to do things of low quality. That is not what we're talking about. It's giving ourselves to do, it's giving ourselves permission to do things imperfectly, even poorly, because that's how we get started. And then if we do it again, we get a little better. And if we do it again, we get a little better. And so it's progress. It's step-by-step. It's being a beginner, giving myself permission to make mistakes, to try something, to analyze it and say, what went well, what didn't go well? What do I want to change next time? Continue to make the progress step by step by step. So I'm still thinking about an actual, more tangible way to really commemorate this and recommit to progress and perfection in my own life. Keep you posted if I come up up with something. But ultimately, this is the third step of this reflection process that I have adopted over the last few years. So I just wanted to take a few minutes to share this with you and hopefully someone out there finds it intriguing, interesting, and maybe even valuable. And I'd also like to say if you struggle to find something that you're proud of over the last year, I'd encourage you to infuse your reflections with self-compassion. It doesn't have to be something major. It can be having a difficult conversation that you had with a colleague, with a friend, with a family member. It can be reading a book. It can be listening to a new podcast. It can be any number of things. Find, really encourage you, find something that you feel proud of. I hope that you find many, many things as you reflect. I hope you find many things that you are proud of. 
But if you can just find that one thing, focus in there and let yourself feel the gratitude around that and truly allow yourself to feel proud of what you have accomplished. Second of all, if you, as you think about regrets, if that is difficult for you, I also encourage you to infuse this with self-compassion. Be kind to yourself, be patient with yourself and move quickly to that third part of this process. Focus on progress, not perfection. We are in this life together. I truly believe as we come together, as we learn to support each other more fully, it makes life less difficult. It doesn't necessarily make life easy. It doesn't necessarily make the hard times better, but I have experienced it over and over in my life. I continue to experience it over and over in my life. It makes life less difficult when we are there for each other, when we remind each other that we are in this journey together. We have a common humanity that threads all around the globe. And we have beautiful differences as well. I feel like the more we can acknowledge our common humanity, the more we can also appreciate and embrace our differences. And the collective movement in this direction, I believe truly can make life less difficult. With that, I would like to thank you for listening, not just to this episode, but hopefully you've listened to some other episodes with some of my guests. Maybe you've been a guest yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful end to 2022. December is a month that is often, that is that is filled with various holidays and whatever holidays you celebrate or don't celebrate. I hope that you have a wonderful next couple of weeks that will round out this calendar year of 2022. I am very excited to be back with you again in 2023 and so excited to share more conversations on the Make Life Less Difficult podcast. So thank you for being part of this journey. Thank you for sharing in our common humanity. And if you have not been on the podcast, even if you have been on the podcast, you have something you would like to share, please reach out. I would absolutely love to hear from you and would love to have a podcast conversation with you. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you in 2023. Thank you for listening to today's conversation and episode of the Make Life Less Difficult podcast. Editing is done by Joseph Burdock. Artwork is by Emma Burdock. I'd be honored if you took a moment to share this with a friend and or leave us a review. Together, I truly believe we can make life less difficult.